Megan Hicks of I Run Far, and I'm with Diego Pazos, who was the second place finisher the 2019 Madeira Island Ultra Trail. Congratulations, Diego. You had a heck of a race. Thanks, Megan. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of a perfect race for me. It do was you, a very nice Do nice. you think it was a perfect race? You can always do better, I think, but I think it was quite what I, I was uh, planning in uh -huh. my head. And I could manage the race the way I, I wanted. So for that, it was perfect. Mm -hmm. Then some parts, I, I lost a bit of time where you can always improve, I think. Let's talk about the race a little bit. Um, early in the race, like for the first maybe 15 kilometers, you were right there at the front sort of with the leaders. And then you kind of dropped back a little bit and maybe chilled out for a lot of kilometers, like maybe until... You were reaching the high point of the race, 60 or 70 kilometers in. Was that all intentional on your part? Um, at the beginning, we were a pack. Okay. Actually, we were 20 together. It was, yeah, 20 guys or 18 Yeah, or it was a round of observation, I think, more like uh, something like that. So, actually, if I was first or 20th, it, it was the same. Matter. It didn't matter. Yeah. So, sometimes I was in the front, leading, putting a, a rhythm to see how, how the other runners were reacting. And sometimes somebody else was doing that. So okay. the, I think the first 20-25k, it was not really uh, representative of the race. Then uh, the second climb, um, team went, went in the front. Mm. And Francois decided to follow. And they, they started to, uh, to go fast in the second climb to Estanquinhos. Okay. And then uh, three or four runners wanted to go with them. Okay. So I didn't want to go. Uh, at that moment, it was too early for me in the race. Mm. I prefer to I prefer to stay calm during the the first part of the night and to really enter in my bubble. So I huh. I, I, I let six or seven runners in the front, and I was in the second pack. Yeah, and in a in a small group uh, where I I found myself very comfortable. And I wanted to manage the first part of the race like that. So it was intentional. Um, yeah, it was intentional in that mm -hmm. sense. Um, what was the night like on this course? It's so interesting because you change altitude so much. You're, you were going into the weather, like up into the mm -hmm. fog and back out again, yeah. down to where it was a bit warmer. What was, tell me what the night felt like. Yeah, when we were going up, it was quite quite good because we were I mean uh, hidden in the trees okay. so it was not so so cold it oh, was, okay. temperature was, was good but when we were reaching the top always it was very windy uh -huh. and uh, and sometimes you know uh, it was not raining but kind of wet wet weather okay I don't know how you say in English but kind of brume we say it in, in French okay. So I covered myself twice mm -hmm. every time we had Fanal and, and then before Estanquinhos, just to be sure that I didn't, yeah, got a cold or something yeah. like that. So I was careful for that and for the hands because I know that I okay. have problems with uh, cold hands. So I put some double double gloves. Ah, okay. So it was like kind of uh, in prevention. Yeah. So yeah, in, in this part of the race, I was more careful about these these moments, not to ruin, ruin my my race. You know, that was the the biggest objective. Okay. The first 40k, I think. For me, looking at um, sort of like your splits compared to the other men, it seemed like 
well, you just got faster compared to the other men in the race's second half. And maybe that was you um, pushing at times mm -hmm. or it was just other people slowing down and you having maintained yourself so well in the first half. Like, to what do you attribute the second half of your race? At least that was my strategy, yeah. to, uh, to be really good in Coral and from that point, to give it all, you know, mm -hmm. to uh, really to push in this uphill and to maintain the rhythm between the two picos and everything. And then I knew that it was going down the last part. Usually I really lo love downhills. Uh, so I, I knew that even if I was a bit tired at the end, I could maintain the rhythm. Mm -hmm. So the strategy was really to, to be very uh, prevention the first 40K, try to find a good position between 40 and 60, not to be too far, just ask a bit the, the distances, the gaps, the gaps and try to maintain the gaps so not to lose too, too, many, too much time and oh. try to come back or at least to, uh, to take all the guys that uh, started too fast, you know. And so it was on the climb from Corral up to Pico Rivo that you moved into podium position for the first mm -hmm. time, is that right? Yeah, exactly. I, I was fifth uh, with the six just behind me, uh, in the uphill before Coral, okay. I did a really good downhill. So I I, I just caught Maxime Casajou, who was fourth, okay. just entering the Coral head station. Got it. Then he went out a bit before me. He went out of the head station, so I was 30 seconds behind him. Mm -hmm. you, you saw me on the road, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I caught him just after in the road, okay. and then we went together until the the start of the climb. And then I, I, I went alone in the climb and I knew that team was not not so good. Mm. I heard that from a Portuguese who was on the, on the track. Oh. <laughs> so I said, okay, I will try to, to catch him before the Pico River. And I did that, maybe 200 meters elevation before Pico River. Oh, is that right? And then oh. at that moment, team was not so good. Uh, we talked uh, a couple of seconds together just to, to be sure that he was not bad or yeah, something yeah. like that. He said, no, okay, just a bad moment. And then he, he was feeling a bit better because he was staying, you know, like 50, 100 meters behind. Yeah. So we had a nice battle uh, distance until uh, Pico River. Okay. Then he arrived maybe 20 seconds after me. And then we went between the two Picos and there I felt really good as well. Uh, so this part, this climb and between the two Picos, I felt really good. Mm. So I did a really nice section, and then uh, I didn't see uh, a team behind anymore. But I knew that the, the end of the... So I was third, and they told me that the two were together. Uh -huh. And actually, at that moment, I was al always looking forward, you know, okay. not thinking behind. Okay. I knew that maybe team could be a problem in the last <laughs> part because it's a very runnable part. And he's quite a runner, right? And not he's a, a very... Track and field uh, athlete, which <laughs> <Right>. I'm not, <laughs> and so and that part I said, but I said, okay, I will think about that later. Now I want to try to close the gap because I mean, you. Have I said, try. okay, the win, maybe we can go for the win, and they told me that I was 15 minutes behind in Rivo, something like that, and then in Shao Dalagoa, 12 minutes. So I said, okay, maybe we can try something, uh -huh. and then I, I tried, but. The uphill to Poiso, I felt good, but not so good as before. So okay. I said, okay, maybe be careful because it's still long afterwards. And I, I, I knew that uh, Germain was not feeling so good. So Francois went alone. So I said, okay, maybe Germain, I can take him. So just searching place <laughs> to place. And when I caught Germain, he was not 
I mean, not feeling good. Had he fallen? At and that he point? fall. Okay. He fall. Yeah, I think he cramped, and then he fell. Mm, he fall, okay. and uh, something like that. So um, then they told me that uh, Francois opened the gap. He was, I don't know, 20, uh, 20 minutes before. So I knew that it was very hard on the last 17k uh -huh. to come back uh, one minute per time. kilometer to to to. Yeah, for Francois, it's, it's almost uh, impossible. So, yeah, I knew that it was like that. And then I, I, I started thinking about team behind at that moment because I didn't know. Five, ten minutes, it was, I didn't know. So, yeah, that's what. And you crossed the finish line running really hard. And you said something like, um, you know, what's the gap now or when's the next man? And then you said... You know, people said it's quite a long time, and you said I didn't need to go as hard as I did. Yeah, <laughs> sure, definitely, because I didn't know. I thought it was three, four, five minutes behind, right and I know in, the, in this last part you can lose easy, easy, easy five, five minutes. You, you know, can't run hard. If right? you kind of yeah, if somebody is really strong behind, uh, so that's why I was you know like pushing, pushing, uh, and yeah, I couldn't enjoy the last parts really. But then, uh, yeah, happy. Uh, the last two, three k, I knew that. I mean, I didn't see him behind. I knew that I had a bit of of gas still yeah. in case we had to fight. So yeah. it was it was okay. So it was better. The last two, three k. Well, that was a great story of your race. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it was it was actually a very funny race. I like when uh, you have to uh, mix strategy mm. and and of course when you have the legs to do it. It's even better. When you're not feeling good since the beginning, you can have all the strategy you want. You yeah. cannot do anything. When your body's there and you can tell it to go faster, go slower, yeah. relax, or push hard, it's yeah. nice to have the body to do that. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I, I love uh, Ultra, because you have a lot of parameters to manage. And I mean, I'm enjoying when you can press one button or the other, you know, like it's, it's funny. Well, congratulations to you. Thanks. And your second yeah. place finish, and we'll see you down the trail. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Maybe in two weeks, Transvulcania. Yes, you'll 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 be seeing me there. I'll be seeing you. But we'll see. <laughs> I will recover first this week. We'll see. Okay. We I'm registered. <laughs> Otherwise, you TMB. Yeah, fantastic. Congratulations again. Thanks, Fingen. Bye. Bye.